The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. From Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, Thank you for listening with us today. I'm very glad that you're joining us. We know that we've got listeners all across the United States and around the world, and we're very glad to have you joining us here on The Spirit of Recovery. Thank you also for participating by posting on our Facebook page and by sending us emails and letting us know how you're doing and how The Spirit of Recovery is touching your life and blessing you. We uh, know that you realize that you can listen to Spirit of Recovery in a variety of ways. You can listen here with us live on unityonlineradio.org. You can also listen to our recorded uh, programs anytime you want to by going to the Spirit of Recovery page on unityonlineradio.org. And so 24-7 you can listen to those. You can also listen on your smartphone. And so uh, we hope that you'll take advantage of all those many different ways that you can listen to the Spirit of Recovery. I want to thank you also for spreading the word about Spirit of Recovery. I know that you're letting people in your recovery community, people in your unity community, your other spiritual communities, your friends, um, and your family members know about the Spirit of Recovery. And that's great. We love having you listening and having you participating. Here at Spirit of Recovery, we're always bringing you guests that are down to earth, that are knowledgeable and innovative people who are either in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people. Or today, our guest also uh, produces music that uh, he uses in a variety of ways, and one of those is to inspire people in that recovery process. And so our guests are always bringing you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking, uh, people that are inspirational because they are walking a true path themselves and they are sharing their light, that light of the higher power that touches your light and keeps you growing and keeps you moving because that's how it works. We know that, that we stand in a circle and as we stand in that circle, we're blessings to one another. I want you to know also that Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place, that recovery is a large tent, and so if you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction, or if you're the family member or friend of someone who has the disease of addiction, perhaps you're in your own recovery as a family member or friend, or perhaps not, or maybe you're just somebody that's interested in the concept of recovery, curious about how that works. We're glad to have you here with us on the Spirit of Recovery. Uh, We welcome everyone who wants to participate, everyone who wants to listen. Again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a unity minister and an addictions counselor. I'm also a person who has in my own circle of love and friendship many people that have the disease of addiction. And uh, in Starting tomorrow on May the 1st, um, 32 years ago, those relationships got me started on an active path, a personal growth of uh, involvement in a 12-step program that's a blessing for those who are uh, have people they love with addiction in their lives and a path of spiritual development. 
So ever since then and to this day, my path is one that integrates unity and recovery principles, a path that keeps uh, me richly transferring my own life and keeps me growing in ever deeper ways. So I am very grateful and delighted to have the opportunity to share these ideas about recovery, about spirituality with you, and also to hear what you're experiencing in your spirituality, in your recovery walk. Today, I have a wonderful guest, as usual. My guest today is Reverend Dale Worley, and we're going to be talking about hand-in-hand with the spirit of the universe. You know, when we're in active addiction or when we're in active uh, relationship of enabling with someone with the disease of addiction, our life really gets sapped of its power. And so recovery happens as we do learn a bit by bit, one day at a time, to connect with constructive creative power that's greater than addiction. And we know that we have lots of names for that and many ways to conceive of that. Um, Perhaps the most uh, general way we think of it sometimes in recovery circles is as the higher power. But that spirituality... that is larger than the addiction, that is larger than any kind of a fear or anxiety. And so today with uh, Reverend Dale, we're going to be talking about um, what does it mean to walk hand-in-hand with the spirit of the universe? Does it matter what we call that power? Does it matter how we find it? Um, How do we keep that walk renewed? How do we keep it uh, growing and flowing? So I know uh, it's going to be a great program today that uh, Dale is going to be sharing with us, uh, in addition to his ideas and his experiences, he's going to be sharing with us some of his original music that he's composed and that he sings and has recorded. He's also going to be sharing with us some other music by other artists that uh, really speaks to him. Reverend Dale Worley is the Associate Minister and the Minister of Creative Arts at Unity of Savannah, and he is involved there in the adult education and the volunteer program. He also leads the music ministry and the creative arts program. And uh, Dale, before he moved to Savannah in 2009, was the music coordinator for Unity Village, the international headquarters for the Unity Movement there in Kansas City. And he was a member of the Unity Village Spirit Path Retreat Team, where he shared the platform with a lot of uh, great spiritual teachers. He also has served in the Silent Unity Prayer Room as a prayer associate. And he, uh, in 2011, became a licensed Unity teacher. And just recently, this March, he was licensed as a Unity minister. So we congratulate him for that. Also, Dale is the co-host of another program on Unity Online Radio, which I know you would enjoy listening to if you haven't already, and that's the program Music Speaks Louder Than Words, and he co-hosts that with Reverend Christy Snow, and it's an hour of heartfelt music and commentary that spotlights new thought artists new thought artists that deliver a powerful message and you can hear that live on thursdays at 4 p.m eastern 3 p.m central or any time of course uh, on their archives on unity online radio so hand in hand with the spirit of the universe what does it mean to walk with a higher power so dale welcome to the spirit of recovery Thank you, Anna. Uh, it's a joy and an honor. I'm very touched to be invited to be on your program. Um, and, and one reason is because my, my walk in recovery um, is really personal to me. And so um, I just wanted to say up front, I'm taking a really big step in being on your program because I do talk about recovery, um, you, you know, during my messages on Sunday mornings and also in retreats I do and in, and in some of the music that I do. But I always do it in a really general way. And sometimes it's as if um, when I'm speaking, I, I don't refer to myself personally very much because I do believe in the, uh, in the concept of anonymity very strongly. And I wouldn't want to do anything to... Um, give anybody the wrong idea about any sort of program. Um, so I, I'm really general, and I, and I tend to be very private with this. And so I, I, I just really appreciate the opportunity to actually uh, focus on that topic um, with you today. Thank you, and thanks for talking about that, too. The issue of anonymity really is important. Um, and uh, as we 
know or many people might know that what, what that's about is the concept in a, in lots of recovery programs in the 12 step programs is that, um, that you put principles above personalities and that there isn't any individual, um, in a program that speaks for that program, um, because, because it is a we, uh, program. It's about everybody. It's standing in the circle and bringing together everybody's uh, collective wisdom. There is no uh, recovery guru. There's nobody that can <laughs> sell it. There's nobody that can say, this is it. That's the end of it. It's because it is that amazing collective process. And so the um, the concept of, of anonymity is that uh, if if you use if one uses the last name in a public venue such as a media venue like this is that you don't say uh what program you're involved in uh you can talk about yourself and or talk about a, a tw- involvement in a 12 step program or in recovery or however you want to put it to whatever degree but but the but the anonymity part is a, is about not saying I'm a member of whatever um and so I appreciate that because it is an important concept it does matter because it helps uh it helps, I think, to not make uh, recovery commercialized. And unfortunately, that can happen in spiritual circles, that people can start trying to sell spirituality, and um, then it doesn't work anymore because it's, it's free. We've <laughs> all, got, all got that direct connection with the higher power. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I was really grateful also to talk about a higher power because I think that, that the whole um, – 12-step program of recovery hinges on the concept of a higher power. I think anyone that's in recovery, from my experience, would agree that in order to recover from any sort of addiction, that we need to have some sort of connection with a power greater than us. But yet, for each person, that connection is very intimate, it's very personal, and it can be very private um, as well. And this is how my concept of a higher power works, Anna, in that um, the title of this program is Hand in Hand with the Spirit of Recovery. And I attend a, a group regularly here in Savannah where I live, and the name of that group is The Broad Highway. And so in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page 75, um, there's a promise after the fifth step. And it, in the paragraph um, that contains that promise, the last sentence says, We feel we are on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. And when I just freshly moved to Savannah and I was looking for a a recovery group to become a part of, I was attending different ones, and during um, the announcements at this group that I'm a member of now, they they read um, from this book, this, this quote, we feel we're on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe, and it was one of those moments in my life that I describe as like hearing a bell that sounds somewhere in the distance. A, a soundless bell that I feel the vibrations of that's way in inner space somewhere. And uh, I knew that that was the group um, that I'd been drawn to just because of that one sentence. And so when you, um, when you chose the title of the program, I was ecstatic. I thought, wow, once again, here's my higher power um, showing itself to me in these subtle, mysterious and, exciting ways i love that because i did not know that story and i didn't had not even talked in any detail when i uh developed the topic i just knew we were going to talk about a higher power so that that is certainly one of the ways that higher power works that in my life it does for sure that resonance or that uh sense of synchronicity and that uh who knew you know <laughs> that Thank you for telling me that. That's You're great. welcome. I love it. I You're love very it. welcome. That's and, really and, good. You know, that's how that's how it shows up for me. If I'm paying attention, you know, um, I, I love the idea that there is this power um, that is greater than I am that is always within me and always around me and it's always waiting for my attention. Like it, it is so much love. Um, 
that it's always there. It doesn't ever go away. It's so comforting to me. And I, I love this story about um, there's um, a couple, a, a senior couple, and they're in the car together riding down the road. And he's, you know, on his side behind the wheel, and she's way up against the driver's, I mean, the passenger side, looking out the window. And they come up to a traffic light. They stop at the light, and there's a young couple that pulls up beside of them. And she's just all on him, and they're making out at the light, you know all in love and and so the senior woman turns to her husband and says you know do you remember when we used to do that i just really miss that and he looks at her and says well i'm not the one that moved uh-huh. <laughs> so uh you know that's how i kind of think of my higher power is that uh you know if i'm not aware of it it's because i moved i moved over so that's an interest. I love that's a good that's a cute story. Yeah, I like that. That's good. What? How is it that we move? Okay, if we believe that there's only one presence and one power, if we believe um, at least a unity idea, and many people can mm-hmm. have lots of ideas about this, but a mm-hmm. unity idea is that we're all expressions of that power. So how do how does that work? How is it that we move? Well, I really like um, the line from the Beatles song that says, we're so easily called away, um, and I get distracted so easily. I I come to my church in the morning, and I have my to-do list, and I get in that, and I get in my brain and my thinking, and I'm totally somewhere not in the present moment. I'm either thinking about what happened at church last week and how we could do it better, or I'm thinking about events that we have coming up, and I'm just totally not focused on the present moment. And so I moved, because in the present moment, that power is there that's the eternal now where i can always connect to my higher power that's how i feel about it and so if i've moved it's because i've moved in my mind somewhere away from where i am presently and a lot of times i do that because i'm unconsciously thinking to myself there's something wrong with this moment the way that it is now and i'm uncomfortable and i'd like to get away from that and so i'm going to go somewhere else in consciousness but what i found anna in one of the most profound moments of my life i was in, and i share this story a lot i was going through a, a personal crisis and experiencing a great deal of grief and it was so strong that i could not get away from it there was nothing i could do to distract myself from it and so i sat in a chair and i said all right i'm going to put this to the test prove me now okay <laughs> if these laws really work they work in all situations not just when i'm feeling good and i absolutely have no choice i can't get away from this grief no matter how com- uncomfortable it is so i sat in a chair and i said all right god i just want to feel this as strongly as i can and um ganga ji is um someone that i admire and look to as a spiritual teacher and there was a time when i was really uh, involved in her teachings meeting with a group and watching videos every week and one of her things that she teaches is to dive down into the experience of each present moment and see what is there for you. When someone would come to her with trouble, she would say, well, dive down into that. What's in, what is, what's there for you? What's the gem that's hidden at the core of the experience? And so I was like, okay, well, let's try this out. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to feel this grief as much as I can. I'm going to dive down into it. Um, I'm going to go down to the center of it and see what's there for me. And Anna, I had one of the most profound moments of peace that I've ever experienced in my life by just being still and allowing myself to feel, to really feel deeply and consciously um what was going on in that moment now it only lasted for a second but it was there and so now i have this proof that no matter what's going on where i am how i'm feeling what's happening around me there's always this peace that's at the core of my being that i can access if i try 
Thank you, Dale. That's a powerful story. We are going to uh, take that onto our break, think about it during the break, and we'll be back and talk some more about the power of that present moment. Stay with us. You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world. What if you could experience vibrant health? Help heal the planet and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. Are you tired of life slamming the door in your face? Did you get another rejection letter, pink slip, foreclosure notice, or go on yet another bad date? Does it seem like the older you get, the more hopeless life seems? Are you ready to stop taking no as your final answer? Then join us for Design Your Life, a talk show by Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach. Go into the locker room for one full hour with the championship coach every week and start designing your winning playbook that will make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's Design Your Life with Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you're listening with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is hand-in-hand with the spirit of the universe. We're talking about our higher power. We're talking about how when we uh, move out of the active addiction or active enabling of a loved one's addiction, that we begin the recovery process because we are connecting with that constructive, creative, loving power that is larger than the addiction, larger than any fear, larger than any anxiety. My guest today is Reverend Dale Worley. Dale is a unity minister. He's a recovering person. He's a singer-songwriter and the co-host of the Unity Online Radio's uh, powerful program, Music Speaks Louder Than Words, which you can hear on archive or you can hear it live on Thursdays at 4 Eastern and 3 Central Time. And uh, Dale's really sharing with us some important ideas about uh, our higher power and about how he walks with his higher power hand-in-hand in this universe. Before I get back to my conversation with Dale, I invite you to join me for the Serenity Minute. This is a moment to share a constructive idea, to relax, and to take just a moment in the quiet, and to open up to this present moment, and to connect with that love and presence of the higher power. So I invite you to do that with me right now, to take a breath, to relax, to feel that peaceful presence of your higher power from the crown of your head all the way through your body temple, relaxing and releasing, and share with me this constructive idea. 
Right now, in this moment, I am aware of my higher power's love and care for me. I relax and let in that love. Right here, right now, I am aware of my higher power's love and care for me. I open up and let in my awareness of that love and that care. And now we take just a moment in the quiet with the music. for joining me in the Serenity Minute. And I trust that this was an opportunity for you to feel that presence, to feel that love and care that you're always in direct connection with. And so now we return back to our uh, focus on these outer uh, conversations here. Turn back to my conversation with my guest, Reverend Dale Worley, talking about hand-in-hand with the spirit of the universe. And so, Dale, I know that when you uh, got into uh, recovery, when you began to develop a, a deeper uh, relationship with your higher power, that there was uh, – you're a musician, so I know there's a lot of music that speaks to you. But there's one in particular that uh, spoke to you, and that's the song One Power by the New Thought musician Daniel Namod. So tell us about that, and then we're going to hear that song. Tell us why it matters to you. Well – Thank you first for that meditation. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful minute. And uh, I'm feeling very um, moved today in, in, in your program. So thank you for this experience. And um, I was just transported back during that to the house that I used to live in in Athens, Alabama. It was a two-story farmhouse on two acres in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, we used to go to Walmart for groceries. It was 20 minutes one way in the car, you know. If my son had went across the – if we lived across the street, my son would have went to a different school. It was just an interesting place to live. And um, and when I was living there, um, someone had given me this CD uh, by Daniel Namod, and that's the name of the CD, One Power. And we're going to hear the title – cut off of that today and the first time i heard that song i wept i would i would meditate to that song i would play it i would go up to my office i would open the windows i could hear the birds singing it was pretty quiet i mean we really lived in the country deer would come up in the backyard and stuff and i felt really blessed for the four years i lived there so would open the windows and the breeze would blow through and I would hear the birds and I would play this song and I would just cry because it just so said what I feel about a higher power and it and 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 basically the idea is call it whatever you want it doesn't matter it doesn't care what you call it it loves us so much that it will make a perfectly matched um, pattern to each of us that we need at the particular moment of time that we're reaching out to it, if that makes any sense. It's like we all have this unique pathway, connection, channel to this one presence and one power that we love so much and and unity, and it presents itself in the way that's perfect for each of us. So it doesn't matter if you call it spirit, call it God, call it Buddha, call it Jesus, call it Lord. He he even uses Baha'u'llah, which is the Baha'i idea. It doesn't matter. It's just there for all of us, and it's so much more, really, than any description that we could put on it. And, and there's so much in the song for me about um, honoring and celebrating the power of diversity. Uh, 
the power that's in recognizing that we're all unique individual expressions of God and how boring it would be if we were all the same and how exciting it is that each person has their own unique gift to share. So this song, I feel, is just rich um, with um, the perfect. I I think this is a perfect song. I love this song. Great. Here we go. One Power by Daniel Namod. Forever in you 
I can see why uh, you would sit out in your house and cry and cry as you listen to that. <laughs> Even today, I sing this song sometimes. Thank you, Daniel. And uh, when it gets to the part where it says, it's the universe, it's music, Mother Earth or Father Time, I always get a little hit right there. It's music. And mm-hmm. and I love the chord progressions in that song too. It's very interesting musically, not just lyrically. It's a wonderfully crafted song. I think it's his best one. I really love it, and uh, it just speaks to me in so many ways. I can see that in what you're talking about the the music itself, as well as the lyrics. It's opening the to me the chord progressions really open my heart. I feel that uh, real strongly, like my heart's opening up and. Uh, the tears are coming, and it's that sense of yes, of universal oneness. That sense of of uh, goodness. That sense of light and expansion. It's beautiful, mm. really beautiful. And you know what that brings to mind for me uh, is that something you said earlier in the program today, Dale. That you talked about how our relationship with our higher power is private. It is personal, and that's certainly true. At the same time. Um, there come those places and moments in our lives where we do uh, we do share about our higher power with other people. Maybe it's in recovery circles. Maybe it's in our churches or other spiritual groups that we're in or, or perhaps just with friends or family. As it comes up, that there's somehow we do uh, come to points in our lives where we need to uh, experience together that higher power. How do you navigate that? Because you may or may have a very different concept, a think a way of thinking about your higher power uh, as sort of in the song, but yet uh, we do still have that need to be in community with other people. How do you navigate that? Um, I absolutely agree with you, Anna, that we need community. We weren't meant, we're not made to sit on a rock by ourselves all the time. I mean, we need times of stillness and quiet and going away to be by ourselves. You know, in the Bible, Jesus um, modeled that for us. Whenever he was upset or had something really major happening, we see a story about where he has to go off in the wilderness or in the garden or somewhere by himself and connect and work things out. But yet he was surrounded by people. You know, he had a community had grown up around him. And any time any of us share in the same beliefs, we want to be around other people that believe the same way that we do. There's a validation in that. And I also think that there's a way that we can connect with our higher power, you know, and singing together as a group really does it. Um, that's even more powerful than doing it by ourselves. You know, there's times when I can't connect to my higher power on my own, that I absolutely need you to help me, to remind me, to show me um, the way. And there's an experience that we can have together as a group that's almost, its I describe it as exponential. It's not like when there's five of us, it's one plus one plus one plus one plus one equals five. It's like one to the fifth power. (laughs) So that, um, have you ever been in a situation where there are hundreds of people holding hands and they're all joining together and reciting a familiar prayer? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, the resonance of that is incredible. And we go away from that uplifted and laughing and joyous and lots of energy comes out of that. So I absolutely agree with you that there are times for for our private moments with our higher power, but there's also times to be in community to celebrate the power together. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, blessing of an experience wants to be, I don't know how many thousands of people there, I'm going to say at least 10,000 people uh, in the kingdom in Seattle, Washington, uh, Affirming together the Lord's Prayer. It, it, it's amazing. It was absolutely something I, I, I would never have imagined on my own. But, that, but what you're speaking, that resonance and that power in that, that group experience was trans, transformative. Just transformative. And you know, there's so much that I could say about that, Anna, that we just absolutely don't have time for. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, speaking of time, it's time for our break. And uh, listeners, stay with us. We're going to be right back, and we're going to be hearing one of uh, Dale's original songs and hearing some more about how he walks hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. So stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've tuned in for Touching the Stillness with host Reverend Paulette Pipe, then you know the power of her soul-stirring meditations. And if her programs leave you wanting more, you can purchase her meditation CD, Touching the Stillness, and you'll be able to take Paulette's calming voice along with you wherever you go. This enthralling CD contains three separate self-contained meditations that can either be listened to in one sitting or one at a time. Whatever your preference, Paulette's mesmerizing voice will transport you beyond thoughts and sounds to a sacred place of stillness and soul remembrance. So go ahead, enliven your meditation practice with the Touching the Stillness CD from Reverend Paulette Pipe and let the stillness touch you. To obtain your copy, go to www.unity.org and click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on shop. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with your host, Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD. And now, here's Anna. Welcome back to the Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you're listening with us today. We're having a great show, as we always do. Today, my guest is Reverend Dale Worley. Uh, Dale is the Associate Minister and Minister of Creative Arts and Music Ministry at Unity of Savannah. He is a person in recovery. He is a singer and songwriter, and he's also the co-host of Unity Online Radio's Powerful program, Music Speaks Louder Than Words. So you can hear his program where he shares uh, thought-provoking uh, New Thought Music on that program. And uh, you can look him up on www.unityonlineradio.org and find his archives and also listen live on Thursday afternoons. So Dale and I today are talking about uh, hand-in-hand with the spirit of the universe. And he's sharing with us um, really uh, inspiring ideas about his relationship with his higher power and how that works. So Dale... You didn't grow up probably with the concept of a higher power as as uh, this universal presence. Uh, I didn't. Now, a lot of people didn't. Some people did, I guess. But anyway, uh, as part of your uh, awakening process, you discovered some different ideas about God. So tell us about that, and then we're going to hear a song that you wrote and that you perform that uh, expresses that concept. So what happened? Well, it was interesting, Anna, that I started out in a little country church in Whitwell, Tennessee, where I was born and raised, and I I was really scared of God uh, for a while. And then uh, after I had gotten baptized, I expected something really major to happen um, in my life, and it didn't. Things pretty much went along like they were, and so I got angry, and I felt like there must be really something wrong with me because this didn't work, 
um, it worked for everyone else and it didn't for me. And so then I actually decided that um, God was my enemy for a while. <laughs> and when I came into um, recovery, I was so grateful that I could use the term higher power because the idea of God had all of these negative connotations around it. And so I was hanging out with some Native American people and they talked about the great spirit of the universe. And that's even in some of the recovery literature it talks about well in in what you the quote you use for the show we walk in hand in hand with the spirit of the universe and so I really like hung on to that and so every day they taught me to get down on my knees and pray and ask for help in the morning and say thank you in the evening and I did that and so I began to develop a relationship with something greater than myself um, something that I felt responded to me when I reached out to it and I believed was hearing me. And so I attended Unity Church after being in recovery for a couple of years. I was directed there by some of my friends in recovery because I felt like I wanted something deeper than what I was experiencing at the moment. And so I had a wonderful uh, Minister Reverend Doris McCafferty for quite a few years, and she um, she was like um, the loving school principal. She was <laughs> sweet and kind and nurturing, but she also had this st- sternness or directness about her. She was absolutely grounded in in her truth, but yet she didn't push it on me, and so I felt. Um, that the people there at the church loved me until I could love myself. But yet, after she retired, um, there were other ministers who came through that had a little bit of different approach to the unity teachings, and they focused more on on the impersonal aspect of God and really talked a lot about the presence of God. And, and they said, God is not a person. Well, that kind of freaked me out because I felt like I was in relationship with something um, and I and that relationship I felt threatened by that idea that God was not a person even though I couldn't relate to the one that I the person I grew up with that was called God so I was really confused and I acted out um, in some ways that weren't very appropriate by being angry and uh, giving people, you know, the ministers a hard time, and I regret that. Um, That's going to come back to haunt you, Dale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. That's okay. I'm yeah. Anyway. And so um, the song that we're going to hear is, is, is my expression of that struggle, of trying to move from – the idea of God as a being, a person, to God as a presence. And I call it my beloved because at the time, I was studying with Reverend David Leonard in Huntsville, Alabama's uh, Religious Science Center. And he taught me about Sufism and the Sufi path and the idea of God as my lover and that that I am beloved of God. And I really resonated with that, and I still do. And so this song is kind of like this weird mishmash of a bunch of ideas and my, like, struggling attempt to articulate something that I I didn't understand and was having a problem with. Great. Thank you so much. So this is uh, My Beloved that was written by my guest and performed by my guest, Dale Worley. There are so many words to say For what I feel inside And all that we have done 
But sometimes words are not enough And so I made this song So you could feel it too There are no games to play There is no price to pay You find the way you are Stand in your holy place Receive amazing grace No matter what you've done Or who you are And so I honor all I see I'm thanking God inside of me inside of you Accepting our divinity Doesn't mean I can't believe In higher powers too Cause you take care of me You're always there was the song, My Beloved, written and performed by my guest, Reverend Dale Worley. Dale, thank you. That really is a beautiful expression of, of that paradox of uh, even though God isn't a person, uh, that God is personal. Wow, you really, you really did capture that. Thank you. Thank you for writing that and for singing it. You're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, what are your final uh, words for us of, of inspiration for us about our relationship with our higher power. How can we walk hand in hand with that spirit of the universe? Don't listen to what anybody else tells you about it. <laughs> you're not doing anything wrong. As long as you're reaching out to something greater than yourself, whatever experience you're having is the correct one. Aha. So there's no one right way to do it. No formula. No guaranteed. If you do this, it'll all 
be perfect that it's already perfect? Is that what you're telling us? It, it's great just the way it is. It might not feel that way sometimes, but there's something that's always there for you, and it wants to relate to you in the way that, that you can understand it the best. And it's personal and private, and so don't ever let anyone tell you that you have to believe any certain way than what you already do. That's wonderful. Dale, thank you so much for being with uh, us here today. Thank you for being my guest on The Spirit of Recovery. Thank you for singing your songs and for shining your light. And um, you're just a great gift. And I've sure enjoyed having you. And I know that everybody listening uh, has benefited and enjoyed your presence with us here today. So, Listeners, thank you for being with me here today with my guest, Reverend Dale Worley, on Spirit of Recovery, and have a blessed week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. Committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says, we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the quest for prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course, because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Celebrated Unity minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Reverend Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, 
and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.